0: back to the PPC Mastery podcast. It's Miles here with another solo episode. And in this episode, I'm actually going to touch on 12 new Performance Max updates that Google announced somewhere around June, July, and they're actually rolling them out now in Q3, Q4. So, in this uh, episode, I just wanted to take you through these 12 uh, P- upcoming PMax updates. And I've already seen that Google has um, rolled some of them out in some of my accounts. So as I go through them, I will just tell you, okay, this is still to be rolled out soon or this is being rolled out now or has been rolled out. Um, And I think these updates are are really nice. Google announced them at Performance Performance Max Conference in Dublin, which was a live event. But I watched the live stream, I think it was around two and a half hours, and they just dumped all the most important upcoming updates which is which is great to see and it really feels like performance max is becoming more of the product that we wanted it to be from the beginning and if i look back now then i definitely see that performance max was or at least felt like an unfinished product But now with all of the recent changes that Google is launching, it feels like it's becoming much more usable and we get a bit more control, a bit more insights. And yeah, let's just let's just run through. So you can definitely see that Google is doubling down on AI throughout all of their campaign types, but especially Performance Max. Pmax campaigns are totally heavily built on on AI. So to me, that doesn't really come to uh, come as a surprise that they are talking more about AI, but they're also embedding new prompt-based AI tools like which could work similarly to ChatGPT. They are going to embed that inside of Google Ads, which I will be talking about in a second. Now, in Google's propaganda language, they say these are the benefits of using AI in advertising. So they started off their session with the Yeah, I think they kind of felt the need to showcase why AI is actually a good thing, not a bad thing. So this is from their mouth, not mine. Simplifying complexity for people, businesses and marketers. With AI, your marketing is multiplied and AI can help boost productivity. And these three things is how they sort of bucketed the the updates. So they want to make it easier, simplifying complexity. They want to make it easier for people to find the information that they're looking for. So the people that are actually searching on Google or on YouTube, etc. But they also want to simplify the setup for businesses and marketers. And as you probably know, launching Performance Max campaigns is super easy, but it's actually much harder to optimize if you don't know what you're doing. With AI, your marketing is multiplied. So that in what they mean with that is just that it's constantly working for you and AI AI can help boost productivity which I will jump on in a second but to them that means that they want to make it easier to set up campaigns and, and streamline the campaign setup process to make it easier with embedded AI inside of Google Ads. So Here are the 12 updates in three categories. The first one is Controls to Guide AI. The second one is Ease of Use and Workflows. And the third one is Proving Value and Insights. That's how Google has categorized these updates. So the first one, Controls to Guide AI, New Inputs to Steer Performance Max Campaigns Towards Business Outcomes first update is page feeds and this is uh, uh, the one that I'm most excited about and I'm actually testing this now in an account I have uh, it has been rolled out to one of my accounts and with page feeds you can um, get a bit more control over the DSA dynamic search ads functionality of performance max so if you if you use the final URL expansion feature then PMax can also take other landing pages to target uh, your 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 ads to when it comes to the search network just like how it would work with dsa but the only problem with that that i always had is that Bmax can take any landing page from your website and if you use page feeds then you can set up a feed with different urls landing pages and then you can say i only want to target these pages in my page feed the uh, landing pages in my page feed If final URL expansion is still on, then Google can also still target any other landing page. So you need to turn that off. And then it it can only take landing pages from your page feed, which you can actually configure on the asset group level, which is is really neat. So I think think that page feeds are going to give us back a lot of control and it's going to be more fun to test, yeah, in in performance max so the second one re-engagement goals and and actually that's a third one as well new customer lifecycle goals these are similar to how new customer acquisition goals work the only difference is they may not (coughs) yeah they have specific pockets of customers that they go after so with re-engagement goals you let the algorithm optimize for disengaged customers so this is uh, particularly nice for brands that want to focus on retention and re-engage old customers. You With re-engagement goals, you use first-party data, so customer lists, to predict and steer on lapsed users. So customers that were customers like, let's say, six months ago. And therefore, it is really crucial that you have solid, high-value first-party data. That's just, that's just why, what it runs on, basically. So re-engagement goals are really good for retention and and reactivating lapsed users or reactivating old customers. Now the next one is new customer lifecycle goals. And with new customer lifecycle goals, you can get you can let smart bidding optimize for high value customers instead of just any existing or new customer. And we'll see how this plays out. I'm not a particularly a fan of using new customer acquisition goals, or this kind of new customer lifecycle goals, you really need to set it up and configure it really well in order to let smart bidding optimize for these pockets of clients that you want. And you need to always analyze this against overall data from a a third party attribution tool, for example, because from my experience, what happens with, for example, new customer acquisition goals is that the data in Google ads is just going to get inflated. So I'm curious how to see how this plays out. I like that Google is launching something like this, like that, that allows you to focus on more of the high value customers with potentially high lifetime value, but we'll see. All right. The next one, account level negatives. I think this was already rolled out a while ago in a lot of accounts, but seems like they wanted to emphasize this and it's getting rolled out so account level negatives to exclude search terms across all of your campaigns but i already had it in some accounts so i don't really think this is too new next one campaign level brand exclusions with this feature you can exclude branded search terms from pmax campaigns and this excludes them from search and shopping placements so i like this because if you've been following me for a while you know that i've um had my issues with pmax because it loves to take credit for any convergence including branded conversions which heavily inflates the data and up until now i've always used the negative keyword list workaround where you just create a negative keyword list then you ask support to add it to your campaign and then you can add your negative keywords whether it's branded or any other one to that negative keyword list that is connected to your pmax campaign now with with brand exclusions there's a sort of a predefined brand list and if your brand name if there's not a list with your brand name yet you can apply for Google to create it and then it excludes from certain shopping placements i've seen some people complain about that it doesn't exclude misspellings but in theory it should do that so keep an eye on it when you when you use it the next one and that's the last one in this first category of controls to guide ai is smart bidding optimized for in-store sales. So I can keep this one short. This is great if you want to focus on physical stores and want to stimulate footfall in your physical stores. Okay, so the second category is ease of use and workflows. The goal of these updates, according to Google, Improving the campaign construction workflow to support optimal setup. Okay, that's a <laughs> that's Google's words. But in other words, Google wants to make it even easier to create campaigns by embedding AI and recommendations in the setup process. Recommendations in the setup process. We'll see how that goes. Okay, update seven. Create assets with generative AI tools. Yeah, this is, re- is going to be really nice. So inside of Google Ads, inside the interface, it's going to be easier to create and edit assets, images, videos, etc., based on AI. So I'm curious to see how this goes. The example that Google showed looked really solid, but we'll, we'll have to see, but it, it is promising. And I think this is going to make it a lot easier for uh, brands and advertisers to create images and also alter images in, in something like Product Studio. So number eight, integrated recommendations during campaign setup. Yeah, again, Google wants to make it easier for you to launch and set up your campaigns, especially for smaller advertisers, smaller companies. Now, here's the thing. You just enter your url and some basic information about your products or brand and google then uh, creates a complete campaign outline so i haven't seen this yet in google ads i think they are rolling it out in q4 but i already see a ton of red flags like recommendations and i i I, this is what we've been speculating on for years and and even when i was still working at an agency four years ago i remember one of my mentors he he said one day, it's just going to be you just with the Google ads, you just enter your, your your landing page, you throw in a coin and you say, OK, this is what I want to achieve. And then you connect your credit card and boom, Google does the rest. And we were all laughing about it. Yeah, huh, that's the future. And it kind of is what it is. We're kind of at that stage now where you just add your URL. Let's see you. You say something about your products and your services and and then some additional information and then google is going to give you the outline for your campaign which is good to potentially to good to start with but you still need to do solid keyword research add good assets make sure that the campaign structure is good landing pages are good etc so i think smaller businesses that are going to set up their own Google ads are going to be surprised by how easy it is to set it up but then they will find out like okay I have no idea if this is any good I have no idea what to do now how to optimize and that's when we Google ad specialists still have have a time and place to to come in okay the third one the third category is proving value and insights so the goal of these insights or these updates according to Google Provide tools to quantify the value of PMAX and offer insights on what's driving performance. In other words, Google wants to help you prove the value of PMAX with new features so you can allocate more spend to it, most likely. Update number nine, performance max experiments. So I love this because we can finally A-B test PMAX campaigns. And I I, I have... Experiments in my in my accounts, but only the older ones where you can test standard shopping versus pmax or test the uplift of performance Max. But soon we will be able to A/B test two different pmax campaigns against each other, and that allows us to test different bit strategies, placements, different assets. Fi- uh, uh, use finally URL expansion, yes or no? Use page feeds, yes or no? It's going to be really nice to to A/B test these. Um, pmax campaigns and i'm actually super 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 excited for this okay the next one number 10 better search term insights uh, i think this is rolled out now by now to all accounts and I, I love this or at least all not all accounts actually one of my accounts doesn't have it yet Another, the rest ha- uh, does with these new insights, you can add uh, custom date ranges, you can export more data. Um, before it was only the last seven and last 28 days, uh, but now you can do entire date ranges and search terms have been able to access through the API and people have built scripts to yeah export those into spreadsheets, etc. And uh, yeah, I love this. I love this update. It feels like something basic like search terms and we're really happy with this now Uh, but yeah let's let's just say let's not be greedy i'm happy with this update but i still again i have a question like why wasn't this rolled out earlier but anyway we have it now more search term insights which i'm happy about for sure okay so the last two number 11 conversion lift studies with conversion lift studies google helps you understand how many conversions of your pmax campaigns were incremental So this is something that they have available for, for example, demand gen, YouTube campaigns. And now with conversion lift studies, Google also wants to prove what the uplift is of using Performance Max. So let's see how this goes. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't tested it yet, but I have used conversion lift studies in YouTube and that works uh, pretty well, but you should always compare your data against your third party attribution, just saying okay and the last one number 12 update number 12 improved merchant center integration inside of google ads so with this i think this is nice google is making a a bridge between google merchant center and google ads and now it's it's easier to see product issues like for example if a product is disapproved you will see that in google ads Uh, if it's not in a campaign, different diagnostics, stock issues, all that stuff that you generally see in Merchant Center will now also be embedded inside of Google Ads, which is is great. So those are the 12 updates. Let me just name them from the top once again. Page feeds, re-engagement goals, new customer lifecycle goals, account level negative keywords, campaign level, brand exclusion, smart bidding for in-store sales, Create assets with generative AI, integrated recommendations during campaign setup, PMAX experiments, better search term insights, conversion lift studies, improved integration of GMC in Google Ads. So that's it, guys. My final word: don't test everything all at once. Just check what's available in your account and then get curious. Definitely start testing. The first thing that I already tested soon as it was was available in my accounts was page feeds, but I'm also excited for the rest. Brand Exclusions, I've also tested that. Let me just go through the list and see what I've already done. Account level negative keywords, I'm not too excited about. Campaign level brand exclusions, yes. Page feeds, yes. I'm excited for the new generative AI tools to see how that works. Could go uh, a lot of ways, could be really bad, really trashy, but it could also be, be really good and promising. I'm excited for Google Product Studio, which hopefully i will get access to soon as well and yeah that's it guys so hopefully this update helps you and and gets you a bit more excited for what's to come with pmax and if you have a question for me to answer during this podcast then please go to ppcmastery.com podcast and i will see if i can answer some of your questions in upcoming episodes so thank you for listening watching if you're on youtube don't forget to like and subscribe and share and all that good stuff and i'll see you in the next one peace